Thousands of military-age men continue to illegally cross the southern U.S. border. Israel proclaims they will fight until Hamas is eliminated. Meanwhile, a ten-nation union from the West fight forces in the Red Sea. Will there be another world war in 2024? All this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we get started, I want to remind you that it's the end of the year and it's giving season. People are um, feeling a little bit more generous now, more so than normal. And we want to remind you of End Time Ministries while you're praying about where you should contribute um, to ministries. We, of course, function off of your prayers and your support financially. So go to endtime.com give. Ask the Lord what you should contribute today. And uh, we certainly greatly appreciate it. This show is made available for free on all the platforms because of your giving. And there's many more things happening at End Time, not just online, but also in Israel and around the United States because of your continued support. So consider giving to End Time Ministries at endtime.com give today. Doug? World War III, big subject. We're going to talk about it today. Of course, what the Bible has to say and then what's going on in current events. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your quick overview, I guess, on that subject? There just seems to be a whole lot more uh, things that are happening, uh, not only in the Middle East, but around the world. I mean, there's all kinds of news about it today. Uh, you know, threats from North Korea, threats from China, all kinds of things are happening. So those war drums are... Uh, continuing to be sound events, but the main focus right now is in the Middle East with all this uh, that's going on in and around Israel right now. So uh, a lot of interesting things to talk about today. Well, particularly that story of the thousands of maybe tens of thousands of military age men. And we're going to get into that. But before we do, I want to remind you about First Cup Coffee. They're a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company out of the great state of Texas. They've got 11 different roasts, one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of their roasts, ground, whole bean, or even pods for the Keurig machine users. I think Doug had liquid IV yesterday, maybe getting again today. <laughs> we'll find out. Don't go anywhere. Ditch the grocery store coffee that's been sitting there for up to two years. Go to firstcup.com. Use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll actually give you another 10% off. Go to firstcup.com. Use code ENDTIME to get 10% off today. All right, Doug, I know we... I, I was told yesterday that I was pretty fired up by more than just you. So there were a lot of people that it was great. commented in the comments. And then at church last night, some people, including Kate... Your wife came up and said, man. Not allowed to talk we, about her on the show, remember? No, that's true. But, I mean, she did mention to me that I was fired up. And uh, she said, I guess we know what your hot buttons are now. Yeah. You well, know. I already knew. Yeah, I mean. And yeah. if you liked that version of Doug, <laughs> be sure to comment. Oh, man. Doug in the Here comments. <laughs> so, thousands of military. I know we have footage of this, right? Yeah, we've got some video we can play while we're talking about this. I um, would suggest tens of thousands. But. Yeah, there, there is a huge amount coming across the border there. And this, this comes from the Gateway Pundit, this story. And what they were saying was that in Eagle Pass, which is in uh, South Texas, and then also Lukeville, uh, which I believe is Arizona, um, it, this is happening 
by the thousands. So there's some video footage of it there and you can see a lot of them are um, military aged men that could fight. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. That's why I really wanted to show some footage of this today. But this actually says that our border patrol uh, is overwhelmed and it's ridiculous. They said hundreds of illegal immigrants uh, have come over and they've uh, just really put, uh, you know, the squeeze on the border patrol who cannot continue to um, control the flow that's coming through. Uh, we've got that, we're estimated for over 300,000 illegals are likely to pour into the U.S. in December is, uh, is what month. this article says, yeah. And, and um, there was, you see that video footage there of all these people coming across the border there. Uh, but there was also a video, we, we're not gonna play it, but I'll just kind of mention it here because there was a reporter there that was talking to some men and they were from India and they were speaking perfect English to him when he asked them where they were from and um, you know where they wanted to go. A lot of them said California, some of them said uh, Seattle and then other places. And they were speaking perfect English, but then he said, okay, how did you get here? You know, by what means did you get into Mexico to come across? From and India. All, from India. And all of a sudden they said, oh, we don't speak English. We don't understand your question because we don't speak English. But they've been speaking perfect English up to that point. So it's interesting, um, you know, I mean, like we said yesterday, this is concerning not only to us, but, um, you know, to other states, Arizona being one of them, uh, Carrie Lake had posted on her ex-account that, um, you know, she was very concerned about the military-aged men that were coming across and how when men are, f are fleeing from war-torn areas, they bring their families with them. But when you're going off to war, you leave your family behind. Makes a lot of sense. But there's proof, uh, you know, of what we were talking about yesterday. And the question is, where are they going and why are they here? And is there you know, some other purpose for it. I mean, a lot of people think, well, the, one of the possibilities is that they may allow the illegal uh, people that are coming in to actually vote. And, you know, who are they going to be voting for? They're going to be voting for the party that lets them into America without being vetted and without going through a process. And, you know, that's the main thing we have to understand is that um, no one is against people coming to this country. Uh, but come here legally and be properly vetted and by no one go you mean none process. of us right there's plenty of people against it yeah but we're, we're not against yeah people. when we talk about it we're not talking about it because of the fact that there's people coming to our country we're talking about it because they're coming here illegally and they they haven't gone through the process so now anyway. now when you when you pose this question Doug who are you and why are you here mm -hmm. there will be people who interpret that as you're a racist as you know. Well, yeah. I mean, people are going to interpret pretty much anything you say about this. They're going to say you don't <laughs> like Spanish people. Yeah. Why is that so funny to you, Doug? I just think that it's kind of ridiculous where we are in the world right now that uh, we see the blatant things that are going that are illegal, and there are people that won't even call this illegal aliens. I mean, they call them migrants. They mm -hmm. don't want to call them illegal aliens. Let's call them migrants. We don't want to hurt anybody's feeling, and we don't want to make it look like to the public that these people are doing anything illegal, but they most certainly are coming here illegally into our country, and they're just being allowed to come in. I mean, uh, you know, there are processes to go through, and, and so anytime you speak out against what's happening now, you will be targeted and called a racist. And, uh, I mean, it happens every day. So I'm sure there's people out there that are thinking that right now. So, so just to clear, do you hate uh, Spanish people? No, absolutely not. I don't hate any people. 
um, you know, I just want people to come here legally. And this is concerning for our country, our nation, because of the fact that, um, I mean, these people could rise up against the people that live here in this country. And one of the things, Vince, that we didn't get to talk to talk about, it came out the week that I was sick. It was one of the stories we were actually, I was getting ready to cover on the program the day that I got so sick and had to go home. So, uh, But one of the things we talked about was one of the cardinals of the Catholic Church was even saying that looking at the world agenda, the one world agenda, and what the elites want is they want to flood nations with people from other countries because they want to change the demographic of that country and take away nationalism because they view nationalism as being bad. We don't want people to think that of nationalism, we want you to think globally. And this is part of the plan of the UN's Agenda 2030, is to flood the nations with people, immigrants from other countries that don't believe in your values, don't believe in your national, uh, your nationality and, and what makes you proud to live in your country. They want to change demographically your country. And so that's part of the plan. And this Cardinal was saying, hey, wake up everybody. This is part of the plan. I was trying to give you a soft pitch to proclaim oh, that your you? wife is, a Me is Mexican. Oh, okay, yeah. You missed it. Yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah. Your wife's but Mexican, right? She she is. Um, she's she's uh, kind of a, a Mexican descent. Yes. She's but American. She was born in yes. America in Texas, but from the uh, valley. Yes, from South Texas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, her parents were both born in South Texas. One in Alamo and one in McAllen. So, yeah. So we have family that live along the border that deals with this on a daily basis, mm -hmm. you know, that they're flooded and inundated with these people all over the place. And one of our nieces that lives down there is a nurse at a hospital, and she talks about how bad the conditions are. So mm. anyway, it, it affects a lot of people, but I am not racist. You're right. My wife is of Hispanic descent. She's kind of a mix because she's Spanish, she's Mexican, and she's Indian. So she's got a lot, of, a lot of things going on there. <laughs> yes. Um, so, but I've heard that it's not even necessarily Hispanic people that right. are coming across the border. Mm -hmm. uh, you just mentioned um, some people from India. Mm -hmm. We've heard about Chinese people coming over. Uh, who else have you heard about? Well, there's been uh, Afghanistan's have been pouring into this area. Uh, there's actually been some Taliban members that have been mm -hmm. caught uh, when they were coming through, they were actually detected and caught. There's been some uh, Hamas people who have come through our borders and uh, been caught, but they said there's also some they got through. So Hamas is here. And, and Doug, I, I wanted you to bring that up because um, it's interesting to me that the three groups of people that we've heard a lot about, um, Chinese, India, and Muslims mm -hmm. are the ones crossing the border. And I'm sitting here looking at it going, for a long time, End Time Ministries has talked about a coming world war right. that could kill, that, that will kill a third of mankind mm -hmm. that could involve China, India, and Muslims. Mm -hmm. And here we see these three categories of people that are coming across the border and that's being what, what's being reported on. Yeah. Do you think that that could be connected to the coming, the, the not just a speculative war. The Bible says a war is coming that'll kill a third of mankind. We call it World War III because right. it seems like it would have to be a world war. Uh, do you see this border crisis being connected to that whatsoever? 
I mean, it could be most definitely because there could be sleeper cells in here. I mean, even Iran has said that there are already sleeper cells in the United States that have come in across the border and they're waiting for the moment that they're told go ahead and begin and they'll start attacking. We've been told that, um, you know, by Iran's um, party, their political party has made those threats to the United States. So, yes, I do believe that. And, you know, I mean, one thing that we say, and I think people misrepresent what we say or misunderstand what we say, is we say that the United States will not be under the mark of the beast system, con totally, totally controlled by that, because we see in Revelation 12, 14, that the wings of the eagle are helping Israel during the time of the tribulation. And if we were under those sanctions of the mark of the beast completely, we wouldn't be able to do that. So that's why we believe that. But we have never said, that we don't believe that America will not suffer because we know, uh, you know, that we serve a just God and that America has done a lot of things uh, against the word of God and against uh, the very nature of God. And so we know that there's judgment coming on this country. So could this be connected? Yeah, I think it very well could be. Well, um, you know, I think about what you just mentioned with the mark of the beast and how the world government system wants to number everyone. Mm -hmm. And of course, looking at it logically, one would argue that it would be a great thing if we chipped and marked every person coming across that border. You could track them. Mm -hmm. You could you could keep up with them for the rest of their lives as long as that chip was implanted. Right. And so it seems like there's going to be people convinced Absolutely. that aren't on the left-leaning side mm -hmm. because, I mean, you could you could make a case that that would be a good idea for right-leaning people. Right. So, uh, and, and hence the, the global ID. Yeah. I mean, that's why they want that instated and they want everybody to have a global ID and be part of that global system. And this would be one of those examples where they could use that to their benefit and never waste a good crisis to say, see, this is why we need this yeah. global ID. So people are not freely just running around. We know where everybody's at and what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. This, these globalists, they don't like um, cash. They don't like precious metals. They don't like anything they can't track. So don't forget, it's Birch Gold's most popular uh, special of the year. Now through December 22nd, that's tomorrow, for every $5,000 you spend with Birch Gold, they will send you a one ounce silver eagle coin for free. Visit birchgold.com slash endime to claim your eligibility now. You can purchase gold and silver or have it shipped directly to your home or have Birch Gold's precious metal specialist help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax sheltered IRA in gold for no money out of your pocket and they'll send you free silver for every $5,000 you purchase. Just visit birchgold.com slash endtime to claim your eligibility today. All right, Doug, I want to remind everybody we're taking calls, 877 times the number to join us. Could be an interesting uh, show for a caller's perspective to hear what people are thinking. Sure. So we've just covered the border crisis and its potential connection to World War III. Now, you mentioned it could be possible. You speculated that. From a Bible prophecy perspective, do you see any connection whatsoever? Well, I mean, you know, like you mentioned, uh, those three groups are groups that we've concentrated on because of the number that uh, Revelation chapter 9 tells us mm -hmm. that it's going to be a 200 million man army and we know that those nations are the ones that could bring in a military that size uh, to start that war. So, you know, like we've said so many times, we believe that war could start in the Euphrates River area, that it's going to start in the Middle East because of what Scripture says about the four angels being bound there. Uh, but it's definitely going to be an army, and it's definitely going to be an army of 200 million men. So, 
Yes, I mean, I, I think that, that that is one of the reasons why I believe that that could be involved in this is because those sleeper cells could be here to actually wreak havoc on the United States. I mean, one thing's for sure is that China's bought up a lot of real estate here in the United States. And so the last thing they want to do is nuke the United States. You know, they would rather take it over from the inside and then be able to farm the land and, and use the land, you know, that they would like to use. So. Uh, that's just one of those things, you know, you think about when you're looking at all sides of the coin and trying to figure out uh, what could be going on here. But it's very disturbing and, and uh, you know, worrisome to see that number of illegal immigrants come into our country, especially at a time when our country is in the shape that it's in and mm -hmm. the things that we talked about yesterday, the things we've talked about in the past about uh, what appears to be going on in this country. So Doug, we'll wouldn't it be cool? if Christians from all over the United States could intervene. You know, you're suggesting there could be sleeper cells and that's certainly true, mm -hmm. probably has been true for decades. Yeah. What if we could get all those sleeper cells that may exist born again before the time comes? Yeah, would that How not be amazing? How incredible would that be? <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. You know, it makes me wonder if Christians from all over the U.S. are praying in such a way. Mm -hmm. You know, when we see so many people coming across the border. Absolutely. Or we're just irritated with our neighbor, whatever it may be. <laughs> are Christians praying in a way that says, Lord, help me to, right. you know, use me to reach those people for your kingdom? Yeah. Uh, boy, that would be quite the revival if we could. Uh, it, it definitely would be. And, you know, God can do anything. And, yeah. and if we are willing to meet God halfway, just think of what he would do. You know, I mean, and all we have to do is be willing vessels to do, you know, what he's called us to do, make disciples of all men. So. Yeah. All we, men. We need to be praying like that. All men. Doesn't matter who they are. Doesn't matter where they're what from, race what they did, creed. how many times they did it. That's right. All men. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's, let's pray differently. I'd challenge some people out there that I don't know how everyone's been looking at it, but I'd challenge them to, to pray that the Lord would use them to uh, reach the masses. I yeah. mean, it's certainly possible. These people, you know, we, we've seen a lot of the living conditions that people from China, India, the Middle East, we've seen where they come from. Right. A lot of these people don't know what true love really is. Yeah. Boy, if some Christians would unite and start loving on these people. Amen. Man, it would totally revolutionize what's man, going on. We so, don't have church up in here. I know. <laughs> Roll in the organ. We need to make it happen. Come on. So uh, I would challenge you, pray out there um, that the Lord would lead and guide you accordingly, especially if you're in one of these areas where there are people coming across the border and they're, they're, I don't know even how to say it, you know, the, the people are temporarily living in locations um, all across the United States. Maybe you would be able to uh, minister to people that sure. are temporarily staying. You know, we, we had the one caller yesterday say that buses are showing up and they're dropping people off in the woods. I mean, yeah. if, if there are camps where they're dropping these folks off, just think what some evangelists could do walking in there. I mean, you could be a, a backyard evangelist and just come in there with Bibles and start handing them out and talking to people about Jesus and there's no telling what God would do. So, yeah. All right, Doug. Netanyahu has also said, of course, this is no surprise. He said it a number of times at this point. Yeah. Israel's not stopping until Hamas is eliminated. Yeah. Uh, we hear that and we know what countries like Russia and Iran and others are saying in regards to the need for Israel to stop Turkey, of course, and a number of uh, Muslim groups. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you see this tied into the potential world war in 2024? Well, the, the thing is, it, it's interesting because you look at this and we hear so many people say, look, the, the Palestinian people are not really uh, 
what Hamas is, that Hamas just kind of uh, uses the Palestinian people to their advantage. And, and that is true to a, an extent. But, you know, I mean, the, the thing is, is that Hamas is rooted so deeply into the government of uh, Palestine. They're, they're not only in Gaza, which is where the war is happening, Vince, but, you know, they're also in the West Bank. And so uh, Israel, the, the way they're looking at it, and, you know, we, we had the... Uh, the lady on from the military, from the Israeli military the other day that was talking about this is a uh, ideology that we got to change. It's a mindset that we got to change and it's going to take 20 years to do that. Well, the way Netanyahu and Israel military, the IDF is looking at it is this is our opportunity to stamp out Hamas all the way, to get rid of them and then to start new with the Palestinian people. And so that is, that is what the prime minister wants to do, Benjamin Netanyahu, but at the same time, they have Iran uh, that are backing them, that are supporting them, that are giving them the weapons and the money and all this, and Iran are uh, allies of China and Russia, and they feel like this is a direct attack on the Muslim people and that they want Israel stomped out. So that's how this thing there could turn into something more seriously. We're watching that happen. It's getting more people involved. There are, are stories on here. I could have, we, we could have done 10 stories just on the region and what's going on right now, especially with Yemen and, and what's happening with the Houthis mm -hmm. and what they're doing because uh, what they're trying to do, the Houthis right now are trying to affect the way that we live in the West. Right. I mean, they're trying to drive fuel prices up by what they're doing in the Red Sea and those things. And there was just story after story after story. And this thing could really bowl up into a head. You know, we've talked to financial advisors like um, Dr. Costa that's come on the show. And uh, one of the things we talked about is how when you begin to start affecting the petrodollar, that has caused wars in the past. And that's what um, the Houthis are doing right now in Yemen. Uh, they're doing this in the Red Sea. And so all of this is really just kind of, you know, it's coming to a head. And that could turn into something very serious very fast because of that situation. And um, today I even saw an article, I, I didn't include it in our notes, but I could have that North Korea has said they're watching America. And if America makes the wrong move in the Middle East, they're ready to nuke America. And that's not just talk. They have the capability of doing that. So now we've got North Korea who's getting involved in this. Doug, and if this escalated into a world war, uh, you know, that could mean a whole lot of things for everyone around the world. Even if, even if war doesn't come to American soil, there's going to be an impact on the United States. Right. I was just looking um, and saw that I think it was like a billion dollars is what America did in meat imports from China. If China gets involved, there's no telling what could happen uh, with our infrastructure here. We, of course, during COVID, we saw um, supply chain issues like we've never seen in our lifetimes, and that could certainly happen again. And so I want to remind you about our friends at BackyardButcher.com. They're delivering American raised and harvested meat. It does not come from China. It's from right here in America. Um, and they're delivering it to your dinner, dinner tables across our nation. So go to BackyardButchers.com, save an extra 20% off your entire order by using code ENDTIME with over half a million happy customers. They make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. So go to BackyardButcher.com slash ENDTIME and buy American meat today and get 20% off your entire 
order, and they're not going to have supply chain issues if China says we're not shipping to you. So yeah. consider that today. And you know, Doug, another thing, we're not going to be on the show again before Christmas. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Are we a happy holidays people? No, we're a Merry Christmas type of bunch over I there. had somebody <laughs> on a customer service call today yeah. with an internet provider. They said, happy holidays. And mm. I can't help but respond with Merry Christmas. Yeah. And they kind of chuckled at me, and it felt good. Because they knew what was going they on. Knew, and they wanted to say it, but it was a recorded line, you know. Yeah. I always want to tell them, well, you're on a recorded line, too. But um, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody out there, I guess, is, is what I want to say to all of our audience, because we're not going to be able to tell you that before then. Yeah, absolutely. And so do we celebrate, is it, is it like, are we worshiping Baal? Are we worshiping some pagan god when we say Merry Christmas, or, or what? Well, Vince, there may be some people that are convinced and things like that, and you're, you're not ever going to convince them differently, I don't think. But no, when, you know, when we're celebrating Christmas, uh, we are celebrating that Jesus came to this world um, to die on a cross for our sins. He came to make us all sons of God again and to restore uh, what sin had destroyed when it was introduced into the world. And so that's what we're celebrating. And we're, we're not celebrating a pagan holiday, even though people say, you know, this is a pagan holiday. And, uh, you know, we are just simply celebrating the fact that Jesus came uh, to the world. And so that's why we say Merry Christmas. You know, I mean, Christ is actually in that, a, a mass for Christ there. Uh, but, you know, I know that there are people that would argue with that point and say, well, you know, the, uh, the Roman Catholic Church started this and, it, you know, it was all paganistic. It was to bring all the religions together and that kind of thing. And so we get all that because we know the history of things and, yeah. and we get it. But when we're celebrating Christmas, we're just actually celebrating Jesus Christ. So. Amen. And I do that every single day. Yeah. Even yeah. on those pagan, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. All those pagan days. All those pagan days. I celebrate Jesus on those days. Yeah, absolutely. I'm celebrating that the King is here, Doug. Mm -hmm. We, we of course, talk about the King is coming back. Yeah. But His Spirit is here, and it can yeah. live inside of each person walking on this earth. And so Amen. that's what I'm celebrating every day. You know, I'm I'm real happy. The other day, my um, our kids saw someone playing Santa. Mm -hmm. And we're not like, we're, we're pretty weird. I, I'm, I'm not going to try to excuse it away. Yeah. But my son, five years old, he says, what's that guy's name again? Like, I don't know. And they were trying to get him to come say hi and stuff. And he's like, I'm yeah. not going near that guy. But he's like, what's his name again? I said, well, they call him Santa Claus. And he's like, yeah, Santa Claus. And then the next day he was like, remember that guy, um, Ho, 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 what's his name? <laughs> but I was real happy that he didn't really know his name. Right. Uh, but he knows Jesus' name. Right. And I'm thankful for that. And that's who we celebrate, of course. So yeah. uh, who are you out there? Are you a happy holidays person? Are you a Merry Christmas person? Uh, let's see it in the comments. Boy, it would be cool to have thousands of comments that say Merry Christmas. Bring that back on social media yeah, again. Amen. So let us know what you are. Merry <laughs> Christmas or happy holidays. Um, we've got some open lines. The number to join us is 877 time 877 Of course, we're talking about uh, 2024 and whether or not a world war will come. We talked about the uh, border crisis and Israel proclaiming that they're going to fight until Hamas is destroyed. We have a 10-nation union that's developed, Doug, that we need to talk about on the other side of the break. And we'll get to your calls, so don't go anywhere. Don't forget to share, heart, and comment. We'll be right back.
As a viewer of the End Time Show, you're getting early access to Christmas deals starting right now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? What experiences and gifts would you receive this year? Well, the atmosphere at End Time is nearly the same. We're excited because these deals are now available through the end of 2023. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives and that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2023, you can get deals like a special VIP group video call with Dave Robbins when you get Understanding the End Time. End Time Plus subscription for 50% off, or my personal favorite, a $10 and under sale for almost 100 different products featuring Irvin Baxter, Dave Robbins, and more. Go to endtime.com deals for a full catalog of items. You can also call 800 End Time. Hurry, supplies are limited. Go to endtime.com deals to Today. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here. Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. All right, Doug, we saw that uh, a 10-nation union has developed. Yeah. What, what, why, is a t why does a 10-nation union, I mean, if that's in a news article, why does that jump out to you? Well, Vince, because uh, in Daniel chapter 7, it talks about a 10-horned beast. Uh, we talk about that, you know, being in that one world government beast. Now, we understand that to be a European Union beast, a, a new Holy Roman Empire reborn uh, of, of what that is. But anytime they talk about a coalition of ten nations, it's interesting and it perks your ears up. And that's what's kind of happened here now. And the crazy thing about it is this is all taking place in the Red Sea. And, you know... When things happen in the Red Sea, it's kind of interesting too. Because well, why of, is that? <laughs> well, we know that Jesus, that the Lord brought uh, the Hebrew children through the Red Sea when Egypt was trying to destroy them, and they were, had their back up against the Red Sea. So it's God, in the Middle East. Yeah, God parted the sea, and they crossed across into uh, the wilderness there, where uh, you know, before they entered into the Promised Land years later. And so that area is very specific in. Scripture and there's a lot of things going on uh, in that area right now. In the Red Sea, we have these uh, these troops that have come together because of what's going on. We talked earlier about Yemen and the Houthis that are attacking the flow of vessels, and it's not just uh, fuel vessels that they're attacking, but they're attacking supply vessels and things like this. And they're doing this all because of the West involvement with Israel against Hamas, and so. Um, you know, they, they want to destroy Israel as well. There were articles yesterday that talked about tens and thousands of uh, young Yemen men that have joined the Houthis now and have been training, and they're saying they're going to go into Gaza and help fight against Israel. So Israel could be facing even a bigger front because of this. So now these, these other nations have gotten involved, and you'd be... Uh, 
You'd, you'd be surprised at the nations. I've got them down here in the notes. Let me. Scroll. I've got it right here. Okay, you got it pulled up. Go ahead and United read those States, nations. United Kingdom, mm-hmm. Iran, Canada, France, Italy, Netherlands, Norway, uh, Seychelles, and Spain. Never heard of Seychelles until right now. I had not either, <laughs> so I, I looked it up to see how you pronounce it well, and you did a great job with that. But well, thank you. Yeah, but all these nations are. Uh, affected by what's going on right now, and that's why they've come together. And if you remember, uh, Emmanuel Macron, a while back after uh, President Trump had uh, said that the U.S. might pull out of NATO, he started a coalition of the strong. That's what it was called, and he had several countries that were involved in that. Well, as you see, France is one of the countries that's involved in this. And the reason why, Vince, is because everybody kind of has something to lose here. Uh, Right now, like we talked about, there could be food supply uh, chain could be affected by this. We already know that it's driving up the cost of fuel. If, if y'all have noticed when you've been out driving, uh, fuel costs, they come down uh, because of the oil reserves here in the country and they kind of come down a bit uh, from $4 back down into, you know, two and a half somewhere. Well, now they're beginning to go back up and this is the reason why because of this supply chain being affected by uh, Yemen's uh, Houthis uh, terrorist group that is uh, now forced this to begin to happen in the Red Sea. So anytime we come across something that talks about a coalition like this, it's interesting, even though this is not the coalition we're looking for. But it is interesting because one of the things the article talked about is security and prosperity. And we hear that in the Bible too. When peace and safety be you know, aware that uh, destruction shall come suddenly. And so we're, we're seeing things mentioned in articles that are very interesting. It gets your, your eyebrows moving up because you're going, hmm, what's this about? And then you get into looking into it and it's very interesting. So that in and of itself that we've got this coalition of forces, now we've got other countries involved in this. And so if this escalated, we've got these other nations that have invested warships and military in that area to fight against the situation with Yemen, and this could turn into something very quickly. So uh, there is a 10-nation union, but it's not the 10-horned beast from Daniel is what the you're one saying. That, yeah, not the one we're going to see the Antichrist rise up It's just of. particularly interesting because of all yeah. the details. So yeah, that's, that's the 10-nation union update for everyone. There you go. It's not it yet. Not yet. But it's coming. Yeah. Now, Doug, we we don't have any open lines right now, so we better get wow. to the calls, right? All right. Um, you can try to call us. Someone might hang up, and you could get in. 877 N times the number to join us. Uh, let's get right to the phones now. We're going to Washington. Marilyn's watching there. Marilyn, welcome to the End Time Show. Hi. Hi. Hi there, guys. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas. Merry um, Christmas I'm, to you. <laughs> I'm listening on the radio, and um, I just... I'm very thankful for programs like you guys that are uh, in help to, you know, reveal, because that's what God did. He wrote, it's better than any movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the story is very exciting, and the plot just thickens, doesn't it? It, it sure does. does. Very, very educational, what you guys are talking about. Um, so I actually called, uh, well, I kind of just tuned in on the very tail end of your former conversation and you you uh, were talking about Merry Christmas and you know Santa Claus with the little ones and and you know you're right it's it's we're I always tell my I have a four and six-year-old grandchildren that I moved the only reason I moved from South Dakota so you know where I stand and I moved to Washington only because I can be near my grandbabies Ah. 
and I'm a granny nanny three days a week. Well, when I but saw anyway. that you were from Washington, I wasn't real sure where you stood. So we, we took <laughs> we rolled the dice on bringing you on. <laughs> I know all my all of my friends from South Dakota uh, were trying to warn me, and I was like, you know what? I would live in communist China if I could be near my grandbabies. Yep, and there's a and lot of people that I need feel, Jesus in those places too. That's right. Yes, and and you know it's interesting because um, God gives us our mission really every day, right? And and he his the great commission that he that Jesus was about when he walked on earth was always one on one. He never said, "I'm going to set up a big church or whatever," like you know these organizations or whatever you want to say. Um, he, he just said he just went about talking in relationships and one-on-one with people mm-hmm. and that's what I feel like he wants us to do because times are getting short and we need to minister to people on a one-to-one basis and uh, I really feel like that's you know what he's wanting me to do um, and you know I do a lot of research too into like the elections and I I'm not going to go on and on about things I have found out about that and where I think that's all going um, but but about the Santa Claus thing, which is really why I called. So with my grandbabies, you know, they're um, they're in private school, but they still see Santa Claus here and there and everything. And I tell them, you know what? Those are all Santa Claus's helpers, and they love Jesus, and they're helping us to celebrate Jesus's birthday. And then I tell them that there was actually way a long time ago there was a man who loved Jesus, and he wanted to bring Christmas gifts. To some children, and his name was Saint Nicholas, and the name kind of turned into Santa Claus, Saint mm-hmm. Nicholas, yeah. Saint Nicholas. So they understand that there really isn't a guy who comes down the chimney and all that good stuff. Right. But you know, it's about history and knowing that there are people out there who do things because they love Jesus. There you go. Amen. And that's kind of a, a way to maybe explain it to kids because you know it's hard that the pressure on society that society puts on them um so anyway uh thank you guys i'm continuing to listen and uh merry christmas (laughs) thank you marilyn merry Merry christmas Christmas to you as well we appreciate your call we're going to go to missouri now sue's watching there sue welcome to the end time show uh thank you for taking me on uh i've got a question and uh, sue could you turn your radio down in the background got it Thank you. Uh, it's funny because what's coming through on my phone and what's coming through on the radio sounds like two different programs. Well, there's probably a little bit of a delay <laughs> yeah, there. That's, delay. Okay. that's why we ask you to mute it because it sounds funny in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. What I wanted to know, I thought that the president, the setting president was in until January the 20th. And uh, if he was, Trump was still a setting president uh, when all this stuff took place and everything. And then also... Uh, if they don't recognize that, how was Obama able to turn loose a bunch of Palestinians right before he went out? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's any answers to this or not, but I'll get off the phone to your answer. All right. Thanks for your call, Sue. Doug, um, January 6th, I believe, is the day that um, Biden took power, I guess for lack of a better term. So. I'm not sure what Sue's referencing there, but perhaps you know something I don't. I, I don't know either. I, I just know that, you know, I mean, the subject we talked about yesterday and those things that were discussed, you know, one thing we got to remember is even though they're saying Trump took part of a insurrection, well, there he was never found guilty of that. That's one thing, you know, that's 
uh, people need to remember is that they tried to find him guilty of that and they were not able to do that. And so it's not like he was leading a charge. It's not like there were weapons involved. The people that went to the Capitol building, they did not have weapons. You know, the uh, only people that had weapons were uh, the police officers there. And, and remember one person who uh, breached the Capitol building was shot and killed. Uh, she was unarmed, but a FBI agent shot and killed her uh, supposedly so. Uh, there you know, was a Capitol policeman who died of a heart attack mm -hmm. days later, I believe. Yeah, and so, you know, I mean, there were things that happened there, but Trump was not found guilty of any of that. So the thing that's going on in Colorado, this is a lot deeper than just, uh, you know, January 6th. There's a, I think there's a lot more reasons behind that, but we won't get back into that today. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, we will go to Oklahoma now. Joel, welcome to the End Time Show. We are short on time, so if you get straight to your question, we'd appreciate it very much. Hello. Hi, Joel. How short a time are you on? Well, we're using up minutes? a good portion of it right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got about Merry a minute. Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. You know where I stand. Yes, sir. I don't Merry think Christmas. That, uh, guys, I don't think that people realize that we have two factions that are uh, fine for power or to gain control with, with the New World Order. You have Russia, China, and Iran, and most of most of uh, there are Muslim countries, and then you have the West, us, and those countries that you talked about just a little bit ago that have been trying to bring Russia down through Ukraine, and you've got two factions fighting mm -hmm. for control of the new world order, and they know the time is short, but uh, also there's something to remember too: all of Europe has been overrun by Muslim migrants. So I've been trying to figure out how how are the Eastern Bloc and the Western Bloc going to come together when they come down against Israel, and I think that's the clue to the answer, or to the question, answer to the question is the Muslims that have already migrated into Eastern, uh, or out of the East to the West into Europe. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what will bring them all together, me personally, for the new world order. Because we know Gog and Magog, Russia comes down to fight against Israel. And I'm just, I was kind of wondering what you guys thought about that. All right, Joel, I think we're going to have to answer that on the other side of the break. We're right, we, we are right up on a break here. Yeah. I do apologize. My t wife texted me and said I was rude to you, Joel. I, I'm sorry if, if, I came, if it came across that way, but uh, it feels like we're good old buddies. I think you called in and said that I didn't get enough spankings as a child, too, before. Is that correct? <laughs> that's right. You missed a few, probably. That's, that's probably true. Thank you for your call. We'll address it on the other side of the break. I felt like we were high school buddies talking, yeah. so uh, did not mean to sound rude. Sorry about that. We'll be right back after the break. To get to more calls, 877 end times the number to join us. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw direct fulfillment 
of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 End Time. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. time is not going anywhere. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, we do need to clarify one thing. Inauguration Day is on January 20th. So, okay, there you go. Um, Sue was correct, and I don't know what I was thinking about when I thought of January 6th, because that obviously was not the day. January uh, 6th was when they were, I guess, doing the vote where people could contest the elections. That's election. right, yes. And, of course, one thing led to another. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you have it. Ready to get back to the phones? Let's do it. All right, we're going to start in Georgia. Wendy's watching there. Oh, oh that's we didn't right. answer Joe's They're reminding us that Thank we did you. not right. respond to Joel. Thank you, Jim, in our ear. All right, Joel from Oklahoma. Yeah. What's the response, Doug? Um, so the question was, do you remember the question? <laughs> <laughs> I did until we totally forgot. Yeah. So uh, let me think here for a second on, on the fly. It seems like uh, Joel was talking about how uh, this situation in the Middle East. No, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Muslims coming yes, into Europe. That's yes, right. thank you, and Sam. The, and the ushering. And, and, yes, there you go. <laughs> and yeah, so the Muslims coming into Europe, how that could play into uh, what happens at the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, yeah, I think that Joel is correct there, that that is one way that that's going to happen. That's part of what we were talking about before, where we were saying that the UN and the global elitists want us uh, to be inundated with um, the migrants from other countries to change our nationalism and things like that. Well, at the point of uh, when we see the Battle of Armageddon taking place, Vince, of course, we're going to see... Uh, the anti-Semitism that's happening now, it's going to be ramped up a thousand times worse than it is now. And everybody's going to want Israel to have to give up control of Jerusalem. And that's what the battle will be over. Because the battle's not actually going to be over all of Israel. It's going to be over Israel's capital, Jerusalem. And if you remember, 
uh, that was one of the things that President Trump started before he even did the Abraham Accords, before he got the Peace for Prosperity plan going. He said, the first thing we're going to do is take Jerusalem off the table. And I'm going to move the embassy to, to Jerusalem. Uh, I'm going to declare that Jerusalem is Israel's eternal capital. And so uh, a lot of people said, you know, this is going to cause a, a war if you do this. And that's why other presidents before who made those promises never did it. Trump did it. And it did not cause war. It caused the peace process to begin to happen uh, because uh, President Trump was strengthening Israel's uh, surrounding neighbors there and helping them with the peace for prosperity. That's what the whole thing was about, to help them uh, be prosperous in that land. And, uh, you know, that would help bring peace. So peace by strength, basically, was what that was based on. And that's what that war will be over is the status of Jerusalem, the world uh, will come against Israel because they will declare that Israel, that Jerusalem is their eternal capital. And like I said, they want it to be a global place and they want it to be shared by everybody and Israel's not going to do that. So that's what the battle's going to be about. And yes, those uh, moving into those areas could be part of what changes the demographic of who comes against Israel. Good thing we weren't double rude to Joel. So I know, right? I'm glad. To, Thank you, Sam, thanks to the crew for, for helping us out there. Yeah. Uh, I do want to remind you that if you listen to us on podcast, be sure to leave a five-star review and a comment about what you think of the show. That helps uh, other people discover this show. So when you do something as simple as five-star review, you can help get the word out. All right, we're going to go to Georgia and Wendy now. Wendy, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, Ben. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I saw on my phone there was a a podcast that concerned me. It said that Bethlehem canceled Christmas because of a threat in Gaza. So do you think it will cause a war? Um, I mean, for one thing, we have to understand, because there's probably a lot of people that don't know this, but Bethlehem is actually in the West Bank territory, so it's actually pretty much controlled uh, by the Palestinians at this time. And and we go to Bethlehem on our tours. We go to uh, the shepherd's fields. That's where they're located in Bethlehem. And we actually go there to an area that, uh, you know, we believe would be like the place where Jesus was actually born. And there's actually a restaurant that we go to there called the Christmas Tree. Uh, so it's interesting that, you know, all those things are in the area. Now, in and of itself that they're canceling Christmas, uh, it's... I, I believe that the reason why they would be doing that would be strictly because of what's happening right now with the war in Israel. I don't think that that's going to cause it to escalate or get any worse. It's just they're saying that uh, it's it's such a volatile area right now where anything could happen that they're canceling some of the celebrations and things they would do there because there are terror cells still in the West Bank areas uh, that they've had some skirmishes and some things happen there. So I think it's probably more about uh, trying to keep people safe right now. Uh, we, we have our class that comes together in Jerusalem and Dave teaches the Jerusalem Prophecy College on Thursdays. Uh, he teaches them now and he does it at an earlier time because uh, of the possibility of terror 
threats happening on the buses. They want to be home before it gets dark because there has been some terror attacks on buses and some uh, terrorist attacks on people uh, about three weeks ago and some um, police officers who were off duty and some other civilians who had weapons ended up uh, killing the terrorists. And so those things are, are very real to the people that are living in Israel right now. And so I think that, that probably what you're describing is something just to keep people safe. Yes, I was on the last tour that Doug and Janum uh, did. Oh, okay, very good. So you, you were there when this war started? Yes, sir. Okay, well, we're glad you made it back safely. Yes, and I had a blast. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad you had a blast. I'm sure it was exciting and, and fun, too, because I've, I've been there, you know, before. And so I know how wonderful Israel is and the tour is. Uh, but if you had a blast, I mean, I guess you had a blast in more ways than one because there was some blast going on. But we're glad you're safe and we're yes, glad and you I've made it. Now, so many people about Israel and the mm -hmm. Jews. Did you participate in the baptism in the uh, Mediterranean? Oh, yes, you did. You don't know who this is, Doug? Oh, I guess not. Come on now. Oh, okay. So this is this is the one with the story where she posted the video of that's Dave right. baptized. Okay. That's right. Well, Wendy, that's Special awesome. Special baptism. Yeah. Well, it's great to talk to you, Wendy. Wait a minute. You think I'm who? Were, were you the one that posted the video of Dave baptizing you on, on social media? No. Oh, okay. That's not you. I don't know. That's you. Never mind. Well, that's who Vince I'm the one that told you guys that Dave afraid of sharks. Ah, okay. Ah, You're the one that was talking about the shark pajamas and stuff for Dave, or the wrapping paper. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, Wendy. Well, it's great to hear from you. Thank you for calling us today. God bless you. All right, we're going to New York now. It's time for the Joe Show. Joe, we brought you on late yesterday, so we thought we'd bring you on a little earlier today. That way you have a little bit more time. Okay, I love you guys. I always got to say that because that's uh, the truth. <laughs> and love you look you too, Joe. magnificent as always. I'm proud you are my brothers. But, I, you know, like I've said in the past, I have a lot of time on my hands to study and investigate things. And as far as uh, World War III starting next year, at this point, Ch I believe China has been experimenting across this country and testing. Right now, we know there are terrorist cells, but they're also trying to figure out how to infiltrate our, our electric grids, our water systems. It's all pieces of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. And I think the conflict is going to happen, but we go by the, by the Bible. Uh, there's got to be a conflict between the enemies, because if we look at strictly what the Scriptures say, we know we're going to be standing strong with Israel, and that Israel will not be destroyed until the return of Messiah Jesus to the earth. We know that. So there's going to be chaos in, the, in, in our nation, that's for sure. But this one-third of mankind that the scripture says that's got to happen between our enemies i don't know behind the scenes how you know what's his name there the funny brain there at the world economic forum klaus schwabi <laughs> i don't know how him and china are getting along but they are both wanting to control the world so there's got to be conflict how that's going to work out with iran china russia but that's where the, I believe World War III is going to really happen big time. Mm -hmm. Now, that said, all the little different pieces of the puzzle we see coming together quicker and quicker. So we, as believers, 
we have to press in, know the Word of God, and be prayer warriors, because I believe that's how the Lord has his, his family here in the USA, because we got to be strong. We got to be strong to live up to what the scriptures say. So I encourage everyone with all my heart, number one, do not fear Satan, because you could put him under, his, under your feet by pleading the power and covering of the blood of Messiah Jesus. Jesus sealed that 2,000 years ago when he said it was finished. We are in his family. We have that authority to tear down the works of the devil. So do not fear, no matter what we see around, no matter what's going on in the news, don't believe, you know, 90% of what you see on the news, on the TV screen, is false garbage anyway. But one of the tactics of Satan is he's trying to shake up people. He's trying to make people fearful. And the World Economic Forum, the UN, China, they're all working together, and, and, and they're... You know, they're pushing this. They want chaos. Right. They want the USA to fall apart. They want us to have a civil war here. You know, the blues against the reds. That's not going to happen. I do not believe that that's going to happen. We're going to see chaos, but the body of Christ, we will stand strong, and we, sh we will shine the light of the gospel of Messiah Jesus around the world. That is our commission I love everyone. I want you to hear this, to take these words serious. You have the authority in your loving relationship with Messiah Jesus. Do not fear. No matter what goes on, stand strong in Christ, because he won. Mm. He gives us that victory, and that's wonderful. Amen. We have an amazing God. He is amazing. He is able to work all things together for good for those that love him. I Amen. love you guys. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to get this off my heart. But I see that there are some believers that are getting fearful. Put the fear under your feet. If you have to plead the power and covering of the blood of Messiah Jesus over your thoughts, your subconscious mind, your body, your family, do it. Take the authority. We have that authority. And believe me, what I've gone through in my physical suffering of the two and a half years, God carries us through anything. I'm sitting here. I Joe, I got to no cut you off. We're at the end of the show. So sorry. God bless you, Doug. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everyone out there. Yep. We won't see you on Monday, but have, hope we hope you have a Merry Christmas, a restful time off if you're able to get it off for work. Don't forget us in your prayers. Go to endtime.com, watch.endtime.com. You can participate in thousands of hours of content totally free. We'll see you right back here tomorrow for the last show before Christmas. Open line with Dave. See you there. God bless.